Hey everybody, welcome back to Inside Video Games and Gaming with your host Joel Ideas. This is a very special episode. This is uh this is a paywalled episode. This is you gotta pay money to listen to this. You gotta you gotta get some hard earned cashola. Take it out of your piggy bank. Uh and uh sort of figure out a way to put it in your computer and then you'll be able to listen to this episode. Now, I can't do this episode by myself. I have a very special guest. Nick Costanza is here. Hi, everybody. Hi, July. Thank you for having me. Hey, uh, thanks for being here on a very special paywall episode. Thank you for having me. I, I'm so excited that you're fans... About the paywall? Yeah. They'll have to pay to hear me. It just feels like i'm higher status than normal i will say um some people might think as like i don't know for example like a doughboy's double sort of the guests that are on that show are sort of lower tier than the main feed but i disagree i think they're a higher tier because like you said people need to pay up to listen to them i guess i hadn't really thought about it from your side before the way you just explained it but you know on a good doughboys double the guest maybe starts you know they're fresher they're newer and then the guests that manage to crawl their way out from behind the paywall into the regular feed then it's special that's true that is true uh and how many uh patreons do you subscribe to nick um i do subscribe to that one and that's it. Okay. You're I'm, loyal to the Doughboys. I'm a Doughboys loyalist. Um, nice, nice, nice. Nick, Mitch, well, if you're listening, I just, I'm on your side, guys. And they definitely listen to this, and shout out to both of you loyal listeners. They send me constant emails about the show, about wanting to be on again, uh, primarily Nick, because uh, I did reach out to Mitch, and He's sort of uh, incognito mode. Right. Yeah. But that's just his style, you know. Yeah. Am I recording? <laughs> Does it not look like you're recording? It said something about part of the track not being able to be played. Um Okay, I figured it out. So I lost I'm that. still recording on my end your audio, so I can definitely do a patch job. Okay, I'm recording again now. <laughs> Great. Um, I'm sorry. So, I... no, no problem. Uh, that's all staying in, and uh, uh, I just want to get you acquainted with the list i want the listeners to get acquainted with you nick uh what is sort of like the games that you know raised you you know as a child raised by vg mm -hmm. video games mm -hmm. yeah um well i first played the first system i ever played was the nintendo entertainment system uh, Nintendo NES. Yeah, have you heard of that and one? Not, not the little boy from Earthbound. No, not the little boy with the baseball bat. Which, when I first saw in 
the original Smash Brothers. I hadn't played Earthbound by then, so when I saw NES on the screen, I was like, what is this? This does not look like the Nintendo Entertainment System. Right. You were probably thinking, there's a little boy on here. Is this supposed to be me? <laughs> I was exactly... Thank you, yes. I thought that was me. Because I did dress sort of like NES looks like in original Smash Brothers with mm-hmm. a sideways hat, uh, striped shirt, shorts. very short shorts. Yeah. Do you agree those shorts are really short? They're really short. Like, almost... Short is almost overselling it. Mm-hmm. Not much... Not mu- doesn't leave much to the imagination, if you ask me. No. It's like when uh, Mario Tennis Aces came out and everybody was looking at Luigi's short shorts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Luigi's got a honker. Yeah, a big old honker. Mm-hmm. Honk, honk. <laughs> so Nintendo was your first console. Yeah. And then I played some games on the computer um my friend had some roms of this pinball Hmm? pinball pinball yeah space pinball there was Mm -hmm. that came on the windows um little minesweeper a little frogger yeah Uh, but i also played this game called sonic the hedgehog 3 then that same friend he ended up getting a dreamcast right right As Michael Jackson supposedly did the score. Yeah, he did some music on there. And if you listen to some of the tracks, I, I think it's true. Because I think you hear sort of his scream like, oh, uh, in one of the uh, levels. Shimone. <laughs> yeah, you hear Shimone. That's near the end, I believe. Um, I think it's uh, Mushroom Hill Zone where you sort of hear like, dirty thing it. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you drown, you can hear a little. Annie, are you okay? Yeah. It's, it's more like Sonic. Are you okay? Sonic, are you okay? Sonic, are you okay? Are you okay, Sonic? So that was one of my favorites for sure. That is a, a great game. Uh, I will say that's interesting. So you play the Sonic games on computer first mm-hmm. and then i upgraded to a sega dreamcast were you I... playing on a mouse and keyboard yeah okay okay I was. Did, now did you ever play those games on a genesis um yes at a babysitter's house i played sonic 2 on mm. the genesis and that was seminal for me hmm I will say when you say seminal, do you mean seminal? Yes. Back then. And also now when I visit Sonic's DeviantArt page. Right. Right. Oh my God. It's just like a a lot of stuff up there. That's, you know, you can get lost there. That's all I'll say. You'll get lost there. The mind wanders, except it doesn't need to because everything you could imagine someone else already has. Yeah, yeah. And it's sucking. It's sucking on some big old Luigi honkers. 
So you moved on to the Dreamcast afterward. Yeah. Playing on console made more sense to me. When I was playing on the computer, I was always confused. It was like, I have a mouse, but he's supposed to be a hedgehog. Interesting. Well, it wasn't his original name Needle Mouse. Yeah, I believe it was Needle Mouse. And so I, you know, as a four-year-old was thinking like, so did they bring the original branding back for the computer version? Is right, he right. Needle Mouse here? Right. Yeah, that's uh wow, you were on the computer at four. That's 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 pretty advanced. Well that I was when say. I built my first computer. I started playing around six months. Wow, wow. Yeah, you know, you're sort of like a Terry Cruz type in that way, right? Yeah. Um both in building computers and politically. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You love old spice. Old Spice. So what was sort of the games that you were playing on the Dreamcast? Uh, to be honest with you, pretty much just Sonic games. I played Sonic Adventures oh. 1 and 2 and also Sonic Shuffle. Their Mario oh, the Party. card game, right? Is it a card game? It was more like a Mario Party game. Okay. Maybe there was a card element. I- I'm just picturing, I remember the cover art or is sort of the characters with cards. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Maybe you're thinking of the name because it was about shuffling. You're thinking mm-hmm. like, oh, I have cards. I shuffle cards. That's true. That is, I do do that. I also do the, I also do the shuffle on the dance floor. Oh, he just gave us a little taste of it. I did it. Uh, yeah, l- listeners, you're going to have to imagine what that looks like because there's no video of this. Um, but if you look up July plus Sonic Shuffle Deviant Art, you will find something. You'll find a treat. Interesting. Okay, so Nick, I think that paints a great picture for the listeners. You're a huge Sonic fan, as seen here by you sharing with everyone that you your first introduction to Sonic was computer playing, mm-hmm. and then going on to the Dreamcast. I'm sh- I assume you moved on from the Dreamcast and you played the other Sonics on GameCube and and Wii uh, you know the what is it the Seven Rings game on the Wii and the Black Knight or something Black Knight, Seven Rings the werewolf game Martin Lawrence, Black Knight oh yeah you remember that movie? yeah that was great and Sonic's cameo really just put it over the top for me it did, it did so I was already like, knights? What is this? Are they going into dreams <laughs> over here? Exactly, exactly. What is this? Uh, am I on the Dreamcast again? Uh, oh, well, I just mental explosion here. I'm remembering I have a Sonic fandom that I think a lot of people don't know about. Just that okay. besides being a hardcore gamer, deviant art enthusiast, I actually, this is real, uh-huh. read the Archie comics on Sonic. Whoa. And you're not talking about just the the covers from the Sonic Mega Collection GameCube games. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I collected them. I enjoyed myself. Your John St. John, your... Knack the Weasel, these comic characters who mm-hmm. never quite broke into the games. Yeah, and for the listeners, can you explain uh, what those characters' uh, sort of personalities are? 
Um, yeah. In appearance, in appearance. Of course I can, and I can do it without looking it up. So Sonic the Hedgehog is a blue. <laughs> yeah, please start with Sonic and not the obscure characters that you mentioned from the comic. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog is a blue, sort sort of like a weasel with spikes on its back. Um, well, he's a hedgehog. I I don't know if he's a weasel. Well, he's like he's he's like another animal, but he has spikes, and I guess that maybe is what. So you're telling me he looks like one of these uh, bad guys from Roger Rabbit? Yeah. A little bit, and he's sassy too. Oh yeah, oh, very fast, a very fast character. Yeah, um, but anyway, I think the fans know about him, but they don't know characters like <laughs> Rob O the Hedge, a hedgehog based on Robin Hood, Jeffrey St. John, I. He was a skunk. He was a member of the Freedom Fighters, which was a band of uh, merry men who were out to stop Doctor Robotnik. You might okay. So he was one of Sonic's allies. Yeah, he was a friend, along with uh, Hershey the Cat, King Acorn. Now, what does Hershey the Cat look like? Hershey the cat. Does she have like a? She wears some sort of like candy wrapper clothing. Um, Hershey the cat. In my mind, I'm I am picturing like a chocolate bar. Mm-hmm. Um, with whiskers on it. Yeah, with whiskers on it. It's actually kind of making me hungry right now. Oh, uh, feel free to eat on the podcast if you're. And sort of make make your the eating noises right into the mic. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I got some Diet Mountain Dew here. Um, yeah. Uh, so she's Diet Mountain like Dew. Oh, you're on. A, you're trying to, you know, save on some cows, huh? Yeah. Um, you know, I always thought it was admirable the gamer diet of Mountain Dew and Doritos, but it turns out actually can lead to weight gain and make you generally unhealthy. And that's a gamer tip for everybody. Mm-hmm. I know it seems cool, and it is, but just be prepared that you may not look or feel good after. Yeah, yeah. Listen up, gamers. All right, so that's enough about the obscure characters of the comic. You've proved to me that you're a Sonic expert, Nick, and you definitely didn't use the internet to sort of look up those characters. Mm-hmm. I brought you here to sort of, I mean, we both have this huge opportunity. We, you know, we're both recently uh, uh, got into the writing game here in Hollywood. And yes, everything is quarantined, but yes, Hollywood is still sort of like churning out content. And we're sort of content creators, and we got roped in to sort of take general meetings with Sega to uh, pitch ideas for the sequel to the smash hit Sonic the Hedgehog movie, which was the last movie released in theaters that we all saw. It was Mm -hmm. the last movie anyone saw. 
So that's why it's, it's a, I mean, it was already going to be a huge hit, but be, primarily because of pandemic, it's a big hit. Some people are saying it maybe was the last movie ever made. Yeah, yeah. And it's definitely going to win all the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Best actor, Sonic. Sonic. Best, Best supporting actor, Tails. Tails. Best, Best su- supporting actress. The owl who appears at the beginning. Yeah, who's basically Sonic's mama. Yeah, basically his mama. I was so sad when she disappeared. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, tr- uh, tr- uh, sorry, a uh, trigger warning. Uh, this will be, I'll put this in the beginning of the episode. Trigger warning, spoilers for Sonic the Hedgehog movie part one. Really sorry. Sonic's sp- mama mm-hmm. sort of disappears like like it's up up in here. You know what I mean? It's like up up in here. Yeah. Long claw really disappears like it's up up in here. Yeah. Long claw. Uh Sonic's mama. And you knew that off the top of your head. You didn't sort of look that up. Uh-huh. <laughs> but anyway, we're here to pitch What's Sonic doing now? We did see Tails appear at the end of the first Sonic movie. It seems like everything is peaceful in uh, the city of... What was that city that they were in? They were in... And I defer to you, Nick. You're the expert. You're the expert on this. It was... Well, obviously, I know it was Green Hills, Montana. Yeah, yes, yes. Which is coincidentally where my grandmother is from. Oh, a shout out to your grandma. Yeah, Grandma Longclaw. So anyway, it seems like everything is good there now. Uh, Jim Carrey, who plays Dr. Robotnik, is... It seems like he's in Mushroom Hill Zone, right? Sure does. There's a lot of mushrooms at the end of the film where he sort of ends up. And we get a little glimpse and what he looks like because in the movie, he doesn't look like our typical Robotnik that we know and love from the mm-hmm. video games. Until the end where he gets his bald look with his giant mustache. Yeah, and personally, I need a little history on where his baldness comes from. Mm. I... Full disclosure for the listener, I am rocking a bald head, and that's sort of from like a hair loss situation. But mm-hmm. in the movie, he has a nice head of hair, and I just I don't understand. I think he shaves it. I think he gets a mushroom and sort of shaves it with the mushroom. I think he's shaving his head with mushrooms? Mm-hmm. Why? I think it's sort of like, uh, this is good. Let's get into the sort of character arc of Jim Carrey in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie that we've both seen. Mm-hmm. I think he sort of loses his mind at the end and he sort of embraces being this villain and making a sole purpose in life to capture Sonic the Hedgehog and do his little experiments on, on the Hedgehog. So I think he, you know, loses it and he just wants to embrace you know, being a full villain, which I, you know, I, I'm not saying this is okay. 
you know, you I defer to you as uh-huh. you know expert on on you know baldness, but I feel like bald characters in media are portrayed as villains. There, I said it. Wow. Okay, you're telling me Walter White was a villain. Hmm. Heisenberg. He's Heisenberg. He was Heisenberg. Wait, wait, Nick. Did you not finish Breaking Bad? I told you to watch all seasons. No, I watched the beginning. I saw him start to lose hair from cancer. And I started crying and I shut it off. But then I saw a season, like season five episode. There was some guy with a hat and then glasses on. But... That's him. That was him. What the heck? Oh my gosh. He, what a dark he becomes turn. Bad. He becomes bad. He broke bad? He broke bad. He lives up to the title of that show, which brings me to my first pitch for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, too. Yes. I want to pitch a subtitle that sort of Sonic can live up to. Mm-hmm. Now, what do we know about Sonic? He's sort of like a weasel-looking guy with spikes. With spikes. He's fast. He's sass. He likes chili dogs. Yeah. And he farts, apparently. <laughs> that was canon in the first film. Again, spoiler, but he farts. On James Marsden's character. <laughs> that is canon. And was, in my opinion, the funniest sequence in the oh film. Oh my goodness. Nick, uh... I think I brought this up on the last episode of my podcast. I'll bring it up again. I saw this movie at 10 a.m. in Glendale, mm-hmm. California. One of the early screenings of a movie I've ever seen. And, uh, you know, did I like that? No. But for Sonic, I was there Got as early as possible. Now, did I think going to see this movie that early, kids would be there? No, I didn't. I didn't think about that. But there they were. I will say they were behaved. Mm-hmm. But they did not laugh during that fart. And I was laughing so hard. I was like De Niro in Cape Fear laughing. I had my huge cigar blowing it all over the air. Wow. Laughing. Um, that's crazy. I... Which which part? <laughs> the kids not laughing? That you were blowing cigar smoke all over these kids. Oh yeah, um, it's sort of a habit that I I recently had a kick because of uh, I sort of just uh, for the listeners here in Los Angeles uh, and California, it's sort of a smoke show. If you go outside, it's very hard to breathe. Yeah, there's smoke so all over. So it sort of feels like I'm already smoking a big cigar, so I, I've had to actually cut back on my three daily cigars. Right. You know, when I went to see Sonic, this just reminds me, sort of a parallel story. I went to the Burbank Town Center. I believe it was the AMC 16. Mm-hmm. And it was a 10 p.m. showing. And I sat down, and I remember getting to that chili dog sequence, and... Robert De Niro himself was there next to me. Whoa. 
Yeah, which is a big. Now that's sort of the sighting you get here in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty Hollywood, guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he actually wasn't doing Cape Fear. He was doing his routine from Joker, where he was like, he had a little talk show host booth set up, and he was like, "I think we've heard enough jokes from you, Sonic. I think we've heard enough." Interesting. Yeah. Was he sort of like set up underneath the screen? Like sort of facing toward the crowd? So you know how people sneak in candy to the theater? He sort of did that with his desk. So he bought a seat that was next to me, but he kept saying like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And every time he would leave, he'd come back with a piece of his desk. And piece of his desk. Yeah, he just sort of slowly assembled it over the course of the film i'm starting to remember this you i think you told me this story before he sort of was sneaking in pieces of his desk in his pants or mm-hmm. it would just look like he had a massive raging honker luigi honker yeah he and he kept saying that too it was like uh yeah i take this thing out to use the bathroom and then i put it back in <laughs> doesn't fit right anymore and then we just watch him build this desk it was and there were a lot of kids, and they were laughing. Oh, they were laughing. Yeah. Damn. You got to bring those kids over to my screening. Mm-hmm. All these kids. I bet you they were on their phones on TikTok. Oh, my gosh. TikTok everywhere. And they weren't even looking at TikTok slash Kick Nastanza, my channel. Right, right, which you have some quality stuff up there. Yeah, I truly, the last one I posted was Sonic the Hedgehog. This is it's real. Mm. That's great. We'll link that to the description of this episode. Please do. Please do. I mean, these kids, they don't know what quality entertainment is. And if it's not Sonic themed, it, in my opinion, isn't worth watching at all. Yeah, so back to my pitch about the movie title. I think it should live up to something like... Uh, that something will happen. That it's sort of, I like teasing the audience in the title. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So what's something Sonic could be up to in the second movie? I think he could... I think he could meet a potential life partner. That's oh. what I think. Like a pink weasel? Yeah, yeah, this is good. A pink weasel. A pink weasel. So here's my pitch. Mm-hmm. Feel free to change it or you know agree or disagree. This is the title. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Uh, search for the Pink Weasel. Whoa, that's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really good. And then... Well, well, was he going to find her, though? Well, that's why it's going to get you in the seat to find out. Oh my gosh, because I kind of got to know now. Now that you brought that up, see, this is this is perfect. This is what I want. I want people to feel intrigued. I want people to have a some sort of um, reason to be watching this movie. Right. Um. And so, first pitch. We're done, right? <laughs> we're done. If you agree, we're done. I agree. I agree. I think that's And feel solid. free, you know, you can jump in with any pitches, but I do have another pitch. Yeah, no, hit me with it. So, as we know, 
Sonic the Hedgehog is voiced by Ben Schwartz. Yes. So obviously we'll need someone of Ben Schwartz's status to be voicing Pink Weasel to be named at a later time. I think I know where you're going with this, July. I am on board for it. Okay, if you want to say it, go ahead. Miss Pink Weasel should obviously be voiced by Henry Winkler. Yes. The Fonz. The Fonz. Hey, it's the Fonz. And he he has to say A at some point, just as a little wink to Happy Days uh, fans. Yes. Yeah. um, Just, sorry, the pitches are flowing like crazy. Just maybe a pitch to Pink Weasel jumps over the Orca from Sonic Adventure 2. That is great. That is great. And I got to write that down. Yeah, please. Okay. Okay. I'm writing it down. Can you hear that? Yeah. Can you hear this? Uh-huh. That's Okay, great. I can tell I by down. the sequence in which you're typing that you hit the whole idea. So that's great. Let me let me think. What else does a big sequel need? It needs We got the love interest. We got the big Hollywood name voicing the love interest. Mm-hmm. We need some great music. Ooh. What about um, Coolio, the rapper? Mm-hmm. He's got some stuff that, you know, it's a little dark, but I think it could kind of get you bouncing in your seat. You're like, oh, Sonic the Hedgehog is on this journey, you know? he Or Voyage. Have you ever heard <gasps> the Coolio song, Fantastic Voyage? Whoa, no. <laughs> well, it's a good song. So I I think uh let's put that down as a possible. Sorry, song I mean for... yes, I've heard it and it's great. <laughs> hey, you don't have to listen in. You could disagree or, or not know things. Thank you. You don't have to uh you don't have to pretend for me. No, uh, I'm not faking it. I really know. I've seen Sonic and Coolio kissing before. Okay, well, we're, that's not what we're talking about, Nick. That's not... Are you talking about your deviant art again? Yeah, I've seen it because I drew it. Okay, I see. And, you know, that's funny. I, I, I uh, My mind is sort of reeling with more pitch ideas right now. Yeah. What if this Sonic's love interest is actually not in love with Sonic? Well, no, no, no. They are in love with Sonic, but mm-hmm. they also are madly in love with Coolio the Rapper. Oh, my gosh. That's good. So that's... then it becomes a love triangle. Yes. And it's always good to do a love triangle with like a new character. Because we have some people like James Marsden and his girlfriend and Dr. Robotnik. But I think introducing the rapper Coolio playing himself as Mm -hmm. the third part of this is really good. And it'd be great because Pink Weasel can be attracted to him and then Blue Weasel can be too. Yes, thank you. I I was going to say that uh, I don't want to sort of assign any sort of like... um... Uh, you know, sexual preference to th- these characters mm-hmm. because this is a PG movie. But let's just say 
as a little nod, as a little nod to everybody, these characters can be attracted to every anybody and anything. Yes, and that's true on DeviantArt and also in the Archie comics. Oh, that is canon. Yeah, that is canon. Well, they wiped the canon a little bit. This is a true story that one oh. of the Archie comics. Well, you keep well. Listen, you keep saying true, true story. I mean, this is all true. Yes. Everything we've said, this it's true, right? Um, one of the Archie comic writers sort of infamously uh, tried to copyright all of the characters he created for the comic that Sega hadn't, and That's they right. got removed from the canon. That's um, right. Which is tragic. so. Squirrel Girl is not canon anymore, right? Squirrel Girl is only canon in Marvel. Right. Jeez, I always get those confused. Yeah, where she was played by. Milana Weintraub in the canceled pilot for uh, oh my show. god speaking of canceled and Milana Weintraub a lot of these and listen I'll go ahead and say it Simpsons uh-huh they're oh. out there thank you they're out there doing and mowing and flandering over Milana leave Milana alone leave Milana alone have uh, you been following this, Nick? I have been. It, it is very sad. Uh, one time she sat next to one my time. sister and I at UCB while her boyfriend did a monologue at JV, and she was very nice to us, and that is a fake story. Oh, thank you for saying that, because it, it did sound pretty untrue to me. Yeah, um, like she would ever talk to us. Now... Now I'm thinking about Milana Weintraub. She should be in this movie, too. Okay. Um... Oh, you don't seem that excited about that. <laughs> I feel That's like we really had something with Coolio, who's like not an actor, except for his appearance in Training Day. Okay, what about, what about if Milana just plays the AT&T character in the movie, sort of like... That way we get some sort of a synergy and a paid advertisement in the movie so we can pay for some of this uh, CG. Okay, that's good. If Lily appears, you mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I like that. And, I and like now I'm thinking about it more. Uh, uh, I'm reminded because of Lily. What if Lily Hammer is a bad guy in this? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that's good. Do you remember Lily Hammer? Yeah, it was uh, Gus Van Sant in Norway. Yeah, Gus Van Sant. <laughs> and, uh, Not Steven Van Sant, Gus no, Van Sant. No, Gus Van Sant and uh, Ronnie Van Sant mm-hmm. before the plane crash, Leonard Skinner. R.I.P. R.I.P. Free bird? Hold on, I gotta, I gotta pour one out. Look, 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 look. Wow. Do you, do you want to clean that up now? No, I'll sort of let that drip down my mouth as we continue pitching. Okay. okay, so we got some characters. We got some voices. We got some music. We got a love triangle. Now, Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. He, we talked about him earlier. He is super villain in this one. He's got the bald head, which we all know is is code for bad. And uh, sorry for sorry for bringing up uh, bald is bad. You sort of punch your microphone. I got, said that. I got scared and maybe a little bit triggered when you mentioned that. Sorry, sorry. 
I'll just say B from now on, and that'll be our code for bald B. Right, B. So Jim Carrey's a big old B guy, and he has to have some sort of like plan to capture Sonic. So what could he be? What could be his plan? I'm already getting Sonic? confused. Are you talking about Charmy B? No, but Charmy B should be in this, and I have the perfect candidate to voice Charmy B. Oh, hit me with it. Seinfeld. Oh, the original the bee. What's the deal with the bees? Thank you, thank you. And Nick, that could be promotion for the B movie sequel, The Bee in Apartment Movie Twenty Three. Yes, that it gives you a little Jim Carrey tie-in too. That is good. Yeah, because Jim Carrey was in Apartment Twenty Three. Yeah, show. and um. Jane the from movie. Breaking Bad was in the number 23. Oh, interesting. So you remember Jane from Breaking Bad, but you don't remember that Walter White becomes Heisenberg. Now, what was your viewing habit of this show? I watched only the second to last episode of every other season. Okay, good. Okay, so in your eyes, uh, that character of Jane in Breaking Bad is still alive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll say no more. I'll say no more. She's great, and then she goes on to be Jessica Chastain. Oh, I love Jessica Chastain. She's like a private eye, and she hangs out with mm -hmm. Lucas Hedges' cage. Oh my gosh! Amazing. And the man with the iron fist. <laughs> I love the RZA. The RZA. He's one of my favorite. Is the Rizza should be in this? I think. Ooh. Okay. I look. This is a little stunt casty, but maybe he could voice an animated character. I love that. I love that. Now, do we want to use an existing character? Maybe somebody from the comics, so we could bring in uh, some of the comic characters into the. This universe. Oh my gosh. I mean, you know I'd love that, but Sonic and Sega wiped those characters from the canon. We would have to have right. a really good justification to bring them back. You're right. Um, hmm. But Wizza's so perfect He's so for perfect. Jeffrey St. John. Yeah, he is. Oh my gosh. Or Mojo how, the Elephant, one I actually how, do remember. How about this? How about this? Let's go with Mojo the Elephant, but what if we changed one of the letters in its name so it's not really the same character? Okay. Okay. I'm almost thinking like Mogo. Mogo the Elephant. Mm-hmm. And that's good, and that is actually clever because if people see the name and you see the G in there, you're not sure if it's a hard G or a soft G. People mm -hmm. might actually say Mojo the Elephant, which is what we kind of want. It's like GIF and JIF. Yes. Um, we all know the correct one is... I love GIF. GIF. Uh, I love my GIF peanut butter. I love my Rizza peanut butter. Yeah, that's good. All right, Riz is in this. But let's get back to Jim's Jim's carry. Yes. James. What 
what what what could be you know what i have a perfect pitch mm-hmm. he can build one of those huge uh contraptions that he has in all the early sonic games like the big ball on a chain that hangs around his sort of spaceship uh-huh you can have that not like the one that luigi has no, not like the huge honker that not Luigi that, has. Not that uh, honker ball from his honker ship. <laughs> <laughs> and th- listen, that's a good joke, and I'll write that down for later for the movie. Thank you. I think that would fit. Yeah. Here's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I just want to know how he got bald, though. <laughs> and I'm sorry, you're saying... Do you mean B? Oh, I mean, how he got charming. Oh my god, you're pushing my kid. <sighs> I'm freaking out over here. July, you you entrapped me. Hey, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm upsetting you. Uh, okay, you really just want that. That's the story you want to go with, uh, sort of for Jim Carrey's character, Doctor Robotnik, just finding out why he went B. Well, look, if I have a fake complaint about the first movie, it's that he doesn't look like himself and then they force it at the end. I think we have an opportunity to go back in time a little bit and actually show, like, what is this guy's coping mechanisms? You know, he puts a lot of care into his mustache. He is very trim and lean. Maybe he has an eating issue and that's what causes him to look like... A honker ball in the second one so this is good because you bring up time travel mm-hmm. and i'm trying to figure out a way to bring in shadow the hedgehog into this because that that could be another villain a side villain the ultimate life form exactly and you can use his uh chaos control to sort of go back in time to f- help dr robotnik find out why he went B. yes that's in bad no, no, I was in ball. Oh, what? <laughs> you made me say. You made me say it. Ah, okay. Well, promise me one thing. Uh-huh. Shadow, the spike hog, the black spike weasel. He has to. Uh-huh. He has to wear his shoes. Because the shoes is what gives him the speeds. Oh, his um, his Nike Cortezes. His Nike Cortezes with the little okay. rocket booster. Got it. I'll put that. I'm writing that down. You fake hedgehog. That's what he said that one time. That's good. Now, what does his voice sound like to you? Like, is there an actor out there that sort of can pull that voice off? Um. Well, if you're auditioning me right now, I accept. <laughs> Maria. You know what? I like that idea because that way we can say it. We can definitely give you a discounted rate and, and then you can uh, sort of put like a in, huge celebrity yeah introducing nick costanza at the end in like big block letters mm-hmm. and introducing nick costanza as but at the end you said at the very end of the movie yeah because i mean maybe you just want people to think like oh who is this big get that they got for the character it's probably like dennis mm-hmm. quaid or meg ryan or somebody 
and then at the end of the movie reveal it's me and then even though it wasn't who the audience was expecting they're like you know now that you say dennis Quaid and meg ryan i'm thinking no i'm thinking jack ryan should be in this jack ryan and when i say jack ryan i'm thinking jim from the office yes okay because he's that's gonna be ultimate comedy right there ultimate comedy for the ultimate life form because in the first movie sonic is sort of like pal palling around adam palling around mm-hmm. with because adam pally's in it yes with james marsden but shadow the hedgehog or maybe even pink hedgehog pink weasel pink weasel could have someone like that for them and i'm thinking that could be john jim from the office jim kraskowski yes yeah he'd be good and although it kind of pains me to lose the role if you can say at the end of the credits and introducing the director of a quiet place too i get how the audience would like be into we that. can do two introducing we can do two introduce really yeah we could and i, I think it's pretty uh it's pretty cool of you to think that we're introducing John Krasinski's into the world, even though he's sort of very established. Yeah, well, you know, this guy's been on TV a couple of times. I don't know what what's a big deal about that. I've done like five or ten podcasts. and But I, I actually think that his credit should be good news because that's sort of the thing that I think about him now from. The office you know his his web, web series good news that he sold for millions of dollars oh that he's not going to be a part of anymore yeah 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 I, I i think of him when i think of him i think of that i think of office and then i think of that i guess you're right that is good news hey whenever i'm thinking of that guy it's always good news for me <laughs> uh did you like that okay i'll write it down for the movie joke yeah i think he should say that about oh, he should say that when he when he enters the scene yeah every time he enters the scene probably personally right. i really like it in a movie when people make a bunch of pop culture references and then they start to cross the streams and they're like but i'm referencing a movie that my co-star was in or something yeah and yeah, so yeah. if jams references his own web series i think that'd be really funny that is good that is good you know i think uh uh pam from the office should make a cameo you mean the Uh, love interest from blades of glory yes yes i think she should be there and she should sort of talk about how she was actually in love with john krasinski and how he in real life kind of was like what is she talking about we weren't in love she's crazy and then that's some more tension that's good tension. And I think, hear me out, I think this should be separate from the love triangle because okay. we've already got one triangle with Pink Weasel, Blue Weasel, and Coolio. And then we didn't outright say this, but I think there's another budding one between um, James Marsden, his girlfriend, and Lily, the AT&T girl. Oh, that's another love triangle? Yeah. And really, like, it's more of a duo marsden is kind of losing out 
there. Mm-hmm. Now, I love this, and I have a second pitch on the movie title based on all this information. Okay. I still think it should be Sonic the Hedgehog 2 colon Search for the Pink Weasel, but I think we should add another colon after that Okay. and say Love Triangle. Love Triangle. Oh my god. Well, well who's going to get Love together? Triangle Zone. Love Triangle <gasps> Zone. That way it ties into the games. Oh my gosh. That's so smart. Yeah. And then who's going to win at the end of the triangle? Hey, that's how you, you got to watch the movie to find <sighs> out. Oh my gosh. July, you keep throwing these fastballs and smacking me in the honker. You got to be ready to catch these balls. These blue balls. Nice. <laughs> nice, dude. You like that? Okay. That's, that's that'll good. be a, that'll be a joke. Anybody can say that except Sonic. Maybe Adam Pally could say that. Yeah. Give him a line. Which by the way, I love that Ben Schwartz and Adam Pally are in this first one. But where's Gil Ozeri? Hey. The third member of Hot Sauce. Can he be a, can he be a character? Uh-huh. You read my mind. I think we need a Nozeri role. I think he'd be a good Knuckles. Ooh, Knuckles, Knuckles. And we got a lot that we're introducing, but the echidnas did appear at the beginning of the film. They were the ones who skewered poor Longclaw with mm-hmm. an arrow. Mama Longclaw. Mama Longclaw. So Knuckles has to show up, maybe in a role similar to Tails in the first one. Oh, sort of like just the a little Easter egg at the end to to because there's there's already a lot of stuff in this. Yeah. So you you want to sort of tease out the next one? Look, I'm not the kind of person to hold art back. I mean, I want to put everything in this movie. I haven't even gotten to pitching how chaos is a part of it. Oh my god, we gotta have chaos in this. In the sequence where Pam and Jim raise a Chow garden, mm-hmm. but. Which I think that should be uh, it should be like 20 pages, right? 20 minutes for the movie? Yeah, 20 minutes. I'm envisioning, you know, the bar scene in Inglorious Bastards where it's like sort of its own thing, but at the end you're like, I w- that was like a movie inside a movie. Yeah, Inception. Inception. The movie. Yes. Um, I think that if we just watch for 20 minutes, them sort of raise this child and then it dies. I think that'd be great. Listen, now you're, now you're making me think of another pitch here. What if this is sort of like a Pulp Fiction storytelling uh, device? Okay. Where all these stories of all these love triangles are being told separately and they all sort of merge together. Oh, so you're thinking, like, towards the end, Sonic will be like, $5 for a chili dog? Is a $5 chili dog. Are you kidding me right now? Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's a little nod to Pulp Fiction there. And then um, Tails will be like, he overdosed on rings. Give him the adrenaline pen. Hit him with it. Yeah, and who's hitting Sonic with the adrenaline pen? Either Coolio or Lily. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, I'm also picturing 
this is great. I think we should just be mapping Pulp Fiction into this movie, and then we we will be done. Uh, <laughs> I think Big the Cat should make an appearance, sort of on the crossing the street with a big box of donuts, and then gets run over by a car. Yeah, that's really good. And then um, they get taken into lily's at&t store and she puts them in the basement <laughs> she puts yeah, a see, ring in is, big's mouth this is where we find out she's sort of like another villain yeah which is great because uh listen lily can have multitudes yeah but then but then uh we actually find that she's good because she's being brainwashed by lily hammer Oh my goodness. This movie is seriously writing itself at this point. Mm -hmm. It's seriously Mm -hmm. so good because then, like, I was wondering, like, how do we get the Norway set piece in here? That is, yeah. I mean, it it, it all ties in right there. Yeah. Although the AT&T store is in Norway. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that just makes sense. And these rings can transport you anywhere in the world. And it's like... Yes, yes. Which, by the way, uh-huh. by the way, I did watch Doctor Strange again for, mm. I don't know, the seventh time. <laughs> and uh, Sonic Ring's ability in the first movie to sort of travel to anywhere he wants with his rings. It reminds me of Doctor Strange, doesn't it not? Yeah, he spins a gold ring and then he walks through a different world. Thank you. Which should Doctor Strange be in this? I mean, look, I don't know. It's like Marvel Comics and Archie Comics are deadly enemies. I see what you're saying. It should be Doctor Strange. It should be Doctor Strange, even though the Punisher did appear in an Archie comic where he tried to kill all of them, and that's fake. Um, I think that Doctor Strange is probably the way to go. Yeah, and I do. I was thinking of doctors though, and this is a podcast, and I was almost thinking like, what if Sonic gets injured and he? Are goes, you talking about the podcast we're doing? Yeah, <laughs> we're on a podcast. This is, yeah, this is a podcast. Yes, it is, Nick. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying that we could have a crossover where Sonic goes, he's recording the podcast with us and he goes through a ring and then he ends up on the Scrubs podcast. (gasps) If you want more doctors in there. And yes, I love that idea. That way it gets the podcast listening audience to watch this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it, I definitely want it to be one of the Scrubs. uh, This is a Scrubs recap podcast, correct? It is fake doctors, real friends with Zach Braff, Donald Faison, and occasionally Florence Pugh. Oh, she has appeared on it. I was going to say it has to be an episode where she appears on it and they sort of only talk about like one of the dates they've been on and not an episode of the show. Mm -hmm. In episode 20, she walked in in the background and gave them some tips on baking and that is fake. It's very interesting. Now, this should be another 20 pages of this movie. It should be another twenty. Minutes. Yeah, I'm almost because podcasts that. are long, mm-hmm. and we need to, you know, give it a condensed version in the movie. I'm almost thinking cut Sonic out of that section. Oh, interesting. So we go from Sonic is traveling through one of his 
rings to our to this podcast and then from guessing on this show he travels from this show to that show but then it just immediately cuts jump cuts into them not acknowledging sonic and then just sort of doing an episode of their show yeah i like that you ever think about how uh scrubs is really good and then seinfeld's there too as the charming charmy to be charmy charmy to be what if you say Charmy B for bald. bald, which you know is a trigger for me, but you can't call him also the B, right? He has to be another B word. <sighs> okay, Charmy the bitch. I hear what you're saying. He'd be Charmy the bitch. Wow. And listen, I can't say that because this is a paywall episode. Usually I don't use that kind of language on my show, but oh my gosh, you pay to hear a bad word like that. Sorry, Nick and Mitch. I hope you guys know that this is july after dark he's not always this crass hey uh how about this sunglasses dropping from ceiling to my face he did a meme deal with it (laughs) should that be the movie that should be the movie and then um you play the song uh gangsta's paradise that's good. Okay. Or Fantastic so we, Voyage. I've heard that. We start one. we start no, we start the movie with Fantastic Voyage. The movie ends with Gangster's Paradise. And I think it's a it's a duet with Smash Mouth. Whoa. And Mr. Mr. Bean is there too, doing some of his famous physical comedy. Does Mr. Bean get to talk in this one? He does. He does. Thank you for saying that. And he is... But he's not voiced by Rowan Atkinson. It's someone else doing the voice. Oh. So it's extra funny. Somebody's dubbing over his voice? Yeah. And this isn't Bean the Dynamite, the green bird character from Sonic. You know, it is. It is that character. Mr. Bean the Dynamite. You got to copyright this. Okay. You got to copyright this. Because that might be my improv team if you don't put it in the script. Okay. I don't I don't want that to be your improv team name because I know then your improv team will become really huge and then we would have to go through some sort of maybe lawsuit that's... to sort of get that name back. Maybe that's my plan. Is that your plan? Maybe I walked you in here so I could pitch you an improv team name. You'd write it into your script and then you'd have to cast me a la hot sauce in Sonic four sonic four we're talking about sonic two nick this is the second one yes i know it feels like this is maybe three or four movies in one but this is just one movie and by the way all this stuff can be extended in the blu-ray release you got it like lord of the rings yeah i don't i still think that if we put it in theaters Three and a half hours has to be the minimum length. Agreed. Three and a half hours. And listen, uh, people are going to be going to the movies. People think people are not going to the movies. Tom Cruise has shown us it's possible. And it's a lot of fun. 
it's a lot of fun. You can get recognized with a mask on, which is good for me. Absolutely, which is good, yeah. Which actually is bad for me because I actually don't like being recognized in public all the time. Really? So actually, yeah. So I actually have to wear my mask uh, uh, twice. So I wear one over my eyes, over my face, and over my crotch. Oh. So actually, it's actually three times. Sorry. <sighs> You're really deniroing it up out there. Oh, how so? Oh, because I'm... Yeah, I do carry pieces of my desk with me everywhere I go. I remember when. All right, so what do you think? Do you think that's a movie? That's a great movie. Yeah, I think we got it. Are you sure? Did we uh, sort of finish the thread of what Jim's carry motivation is? Well, he eats a lot and he has the bee. I think no, that, no, I think that's, that's right. good. That's right. He's searching for why he's B. Mm-hmm. You're right. Okay, so let's just recap. He's searching for why he's B with uh, Shadow the Hedgehog, Shadow the Weasel. Hog. The ultimate life form. The ultimate life form, as voiced by you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let me just say right now, this is something I should have brought up earlier, but since he's a time-traveling being, uh, this is an idea for a funny little a little joke when he's time traveling he can see he runs into bill and ted time traveling whoa and that's that's a little funny joke that's funny yeah okay so that that's that story that's uh, let's call that let's call that b story yeah Please don't, then a, please don't call it the other word for B. No, no, no. And then A story would be Sonic uh, searching for Pink Weasel and that whole love triangle. That That's all included in the A? Yeah, that, that's Sonic searching for Pink Weasel and then Pink Weasel... Liking Coolio, the rapper who plays himself, and that whole love triangle where they all kind of actually love all each other because they can love whoever they want. And then C story is uh, AT&T Lily uh, kidnapping Big the Cat. Being mind controlled by Lily Hammer. Yes. In Norway. And this is obviously the master plan of Mogo the Elephant. Yes, Mogo the Elephant as voiced by Rizzo. Uh-huh. Uh and then D story is Sonic on his during his search for Pink Weasel. Uh gets caught into our podcast. And then goes into the podcast of Zach Braff and Donald Faison of Scrubs fame. Yes. But to be clear, it's an episode where Florence Pugh is the guest and only wants to talk about her movies. Black Widow. But she can't mm-hmm. say that. It's Black Window. That's right. Black Window. Black Black Mirror Window. Black Mirror. Is there an E story? I forget. Um, 
have we woven in Doctor Strange and Charmy yet? Oh yeah, Doctor Strange and Charmy. That could be a love interest there. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Because they're both kind of like funny. They they they're both have like zingers. Doctor Strange is definitely looking for more gold rings so he can do his warp holes, and then I think he probably ends up in Montana with the the Charmy, and then is probably a love connection is formed there yeah okay great and then finally f story finally f for finally uh chili dogs gotta be oh okay it ends with a huge chili dog celebration slash concert where coolio does gangster's paradise and mr bean is there and that's it. Credits, Knuckles post-credit sequence as voiced by Gil Ozeri. Mm-hmm. Cut it, print it. Perfect. Uh, I don't want to exaggerate. I think we just wrote a two billion dollar picture. I'm thinking this is going to be three bills. Three bills. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to finally be able to fix my acne problem, friend. (laughs) I didn't want to say anything. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of this, uh, I've been doing these sort of like experimental cream treatments during quarantine, and uh, it's really been making me break out in a lot of pimples, so. It looks like you just put your head in a vat of hot oil. Which it's actually, yeah, that's part of the process of putting the creams on. I have to put my face in oil. That's a cream? Cooking oil. Well, it's the base of the cream. It's the process. I have to put my face in cooking oil first, then I apply the cream. But I don't know if you're watching the right videos on YouTube. It seems like you're watching cooking channels, not healthy no, stuff. No, it's a, it's a sort of a Gordon Ramsay's tips and tricks on how to make your skin feel good okay july anyway let's enough about that nick thank you for being here thanks for doing the show thanks for doing this paywall episode thank you so much for having me sonic's one of my favorite things in the world and i'm hoping that i can be there with you july in the theater jacking off like everybody else excuse me yeah we just wrote the horniest movie of all time. Um, what kind of movie do you think we just made, Nick? This is a movie for kids. This is a kids movie? No. Yeah, it's a kids movie. What the heck? People I... could be in love in a kids movie. Can they be in love with their hawkers out? Oh my god, Nick. This is a new side of you I haven't seen during this whole episode. Oh my gosh. I th- I thought we were totally on the same page here. I should have seen the clues. You immediately started talking about DeviantArt. You're just a big old horn dog, aren't you? Uh, better a horn dog than a chili dog. And listeners, he is winking. And I think we'll end it with that. Oh, you got mad. He punches Mike again. And we'll end it with that. Nick, do you have anything to plug? You can check me out on Twitter at 
Nick underscore Costanza, and you can look for my upcoming podcast, Reactivators, premiering sometime before the end of the year. Okay, so we're in September now, so what is that? How many months are left? Three months. It'll likely okay, so in- be October. Ooh, spooky. Scary. Is it a scary show? Um, not yet, but you know, maybe we'll have a Halloween episode, do some spooking. Hmm. Looking forward to that. And with that, I'll say please watch this movie when it comes out. That way we get our residual checks and keep gaming, everybody. Was that anything? <laughs> like was it good? <laughs> Thank you.